Hey everyone, welcome back to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. I'm the Night Terror. For the first time, for the last time, not really the last time. No, I mean, I, we could all get hit by <laughs> buses tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere. I mean, shit, I am going somewhere. Why you guys say that? Eh? I gotta go to the DMV tomorrow, too. Yeah, I'm married. You, get, you get to see our tax dollars at work. It's a prime example thing? of the libertarian philosophy of how uh, government fucks everything up and makes everything worse. Just go to yeah. the DMV. I use that. I use that quite often. You, like when people say, "Do you want free health care from the government?" That's that's good for people. I say, "Have you been to the DMV?" Yep. Have you been through the TSA? Well, then again, I mean, I guess on one hand, if I had to get health care and it was free and it was like the DMV, that'd be better than going broke every time I got sick. Yeah, but the, about problem that. Is it, the problem is it makes it the only alternative. It puts the private sector out of business. So then you don't have an alternative. So if it just sucks, you're stuck with it sucking. You know, this is why you get people in Canada that come down across the border for big, serious surgeries hey, and you get shit. plenty of Americans going to other countries for shit, too. I'm not, but but America's where it's at. <laughs> there aren't no other countries to go to. You know, you can't go to Mexico. You're not going to go to Mexico to get some brain surgery. And you can't go to Canada because they already have a healthcare system. I would say just go up to fucking Canada. If you want free healthcare, move to Canada. That's what I would say. Or get it's hurt like, in Canada. It's just like America, but there's less black people. So what are you afraid of? <laughs> well, it's cold. But there's a also, lot of moving's a pain in the ass and getting citizenship. A lot, a lot of cold places in the ass. Yeah, well, apparently they just let anybody be citizen. Just go there and say you're Somali and you'll be fine. All right, I got some stuff I saved on Facebook this week. If I can find all my saved shit. Facebook. Oh, here we go. E3 2019. This is what I'm really excited about. E3 2019 leak. Before Xbox E3 conference, leak reveals Elden Ring from 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 Software and George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. So there is a game. I've only seen one leak screenshot. It looks to be like uh, like Dark Souls, but less dark. Yeah. And it, it looks good. I think George Martin's doing some of the, not really writing for it, but he's uh, based off of some of his shit. Earlier rumors involving Elden Ring, previously identified as GR or Great Rune, described the game as an open-world experience where you explore various kingdoms. Killing the rulers behind each kingdom allows you to unlock their abilities or supernatural powers. So yeah, it sounds like kind of a darker mix between, like, Legend of Zelda, Dark Souls, and Game of Thrones, right? Like, there's all these different kingdoms, or mm. dungeons, or whatever, and you go, and when you kill the boss, you get, you get a thing. And then use that thing to kill the other rulers. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that this is where they're going, and not uh, not more fucking Sekiro. I don't think it says anything about it being an MMO. I think it's just open world. Rumors state the Elden Ring has been in development for three years, making it one of the two games from from software begin <laughs> working on after Sekiro. Game is supposedly being officially revealed during Microsoft's E3 2019 press conference, where the company is rumored debut the next generation Xbox console and fourth Fable game as well. We'll know for sure on Sunday, and that's today. 
When's Xbox yeah, nine? Curious, uh, what kind of um, yeah? Xbox is at seven thirty. Nine is Bethesda. I'm curious as to what it means by him collaborating. Is he writing? Is it more of a like? Oh, well, I mean, that's what usually of happens. Of series, and he's just doing some sort of. No, um, I think he's doing the writing. <clears throat> you think so? I don't know. I, I, or maybe it, just it the just story. Easily be PR work for it, like not PR, but um, what is was it called? Well, the motherfucker's a writer, so I mean, with the popularity well, he, of Game he, of Thrones, why would they not bring him on to write the story, or at least give an outline for the story? I don't. I don't think game developers typically do that, though. When they, when they cross over into, into somebody's books, you know, like The Witcher wasn't written by the guy who wrote the books. I mean, right, some but of that's the, the based on loosely based on the books. Which well, is technically what I'm saying. Like, what is this game based on? Is this game based on a well, book? Well, the writer bought? of The Witcher books wasn't involved in the games. I don't think that's right. what's happening here. I think it's George R. R. Martin coming in to write an original story with From Software making the game. I don't, know that's he, it. I don't know if he's got time for that, man. <laughs> he, I mean, he's okay. He has the time. It's just he's not managing it well because the fucking books aren't out yet. But whatever. He wants to do TV shows and video games and. I'm not complaining. It just seems weird that he'd go to a Japanese developer and do writing. Maybe they asked him. I'm sure that was the case, but was he going to write it in Japanese? <laughs> they're going to they're going to do it in English and then convert well, it over find to a Japanese. Way. I worked with a Chinese company. They barely do... fucking spoke English. I mean, it's you just you can translate shit. I don't know. From Software doesn't really do. From software, I mean, their games are in English. So, I mean, well, that's why they need George R.R. R. Martin. Maybe they're like, hey, we don't know how to fucking write a story, really. We well, know how to do he... lore. Sure he does. <laughs> I mean, the ending of Game of Thrones is his ending. <laughs> even if you even if you agree that his won't be as rushed, you, you still, if you have complaints about some of the arcs that go down in it, that's still pretty much his shit. Well, he's I mean, plenty of times. there's too many unknowns to really yeah, say I that. Even if it ends in the same place, being that all these different perspectives you're going to get in the books and have it not be as rushed and maybe some justification I'm and sure some links better. back to past events, it'll make more sense. Well, people we never the, had a problem with the, the ending of Game of Thrones. We had a problem with that. We didn't get enough backstory. The big complaint that most people have is that, you know, you set up this whole thing of Jon Snow being the king, the one true king, and then he just goes north of the wall. Uh, it's almost like he's just subverting expectations for the sake of it. That's what people complain about. I, I don't really care because I mean that's what John. Well, wants that's what I'm saying is because they don't really John give any like credence to John's thought process. You know, maybe it's like he's okay with going back beyond the wall. He doesn't want to rule. You know, they they can. Well, we know that's true. I mean, he's right, but they don't actually thing. really come out and say that very well in the show. What I'm saying is in the books, you can actually be like, Hey, you know, and John thought this and then give us like, it'll make more sense. I guarantee it. Anyway, he can still write a story. I mean, there's plenty of stories out there that are, that are, I mean, all of them, every story that goes on for a long period of time has its ups and downs. And this one ended on a down note, but I mean, it's kind of fucked up that it started with, you know, he finished half the series with books and then the last half was a TV show. I mean, that's never really happened before. So mm. wait for the books to come out. I don't think you can say George Martin is a bad writer. I mean, for, for a game like this, I, mm. I think he might just be exactly what they need because I mean, from software can come up with like lore and backstory, but they're not very good at, 
really telling you a story. You know, it's kind of like you have all this shit going on in the background of Dark Souls that you never get to see. You kind of see some cutscenes that kind of make sense if you know the lore, and then you read shit on items. But there's not really a continuing story as you go through the game. It's you got to get all this shit because you're this guy. And that's kind of it. At the end of the day, it's still from software, so it's probably going to be unnecessarily difficult. Well, I mean, was Dark Souls 3 unnecessarily difficult? I mean, I think that game, only certain parts are unnecessarily difficult, and they're, they're difficult. Sekiro was. Yeah, Sekiro was. But, I mean, Dark Souls 3, it's difficult, but it's not unnecessarily difficult, except for, like, a handful of boss fights. And, like, I mean, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but the 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 Dragon King dude. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't so fucking big. You know, they m- modified their... Uh, lock-on system. Tweak some boss fights so you're not fighting something that's 150 times your size. And I mean, it'd it be cool work. to see about it, but we're probably just going to get a stupid little teaser like we did with Sekiro. You know, like 15-second clip of some fucking bone arm winding up. Yeah, you but I, I mean, I'd expect this game to come out within the year. Within one year for B3. <clears throat> if it's been in development for three years already... I mean, for fuck's sake, Witcher 3 took four years to come out. And two and a half of those years was dialogue. This this game has got to be pretty Depends close. What they're doing. If George Martin's writing it, it will not be out this year. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's got to be already written. That's the first thing they do before they start making the game. Like, if he well, I personally on... don't think he's writing. I think he's just consulting or something with, with one of his already established universes and books. And they're going to pull from that. Yeah with a kind of Witcher situation, but in this case, they're going to have the writer on board to... I don't think so. This looks more like some kind of Lord of the Rings thing. I mean, I don't know. Oh, if that's your prediction, my prediction is this is an original story that, you know, he wrote. When I say he wrote, I mean, like, he was in the writer's room, because that's how it usually works. Very rarely do you have just one writer. And he probably came up with the story, and he's sitting there talking about this story and throwing ideas out, and other people are writing it down. Aside from Game of Thrones, like, yeah. Okay. He's got. It's still not my time. prediction, though. Oh, okay, that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, he—it's it, not like the, he doesn't have already established Lord of the Rings type uh, worlds that he's written. You know, uh, he's got shit that's very Dungeons and Dragons, and he's got some steampunk, steampunk, and some sci-fi stuff. So, I mean, he's got a. That's a definitely not what the, this is. He's got a story called The Ice Dragon. Um, you know, I mean, the Sworn Sword. Just looking at a list of his stuff here, the Ice Dragon, the Sword, the Sworn Sword, um, ton of shit. Skin Trade, Star Lady, and the Fast Friend. Hey, so he does. He's done a lot of different shit over the years. I mean, from Game of Thrones or A Song of Ice and Fire. I mean, if you're gonna make a a game and collaborate with George R. R. Martin. I don't know why you take one of his lesser known things and piggyback off it. You'd either use Game of Thrones or you'd come up with something new. Well, to be fair, A Song of Ice and Fire was pretty lesser known until Dan and Dave, who loved the series, put it out on television. Yeah, I mean, but HBO is like a situation. much wider audience. I mean, from software is more of a niche thing. I mean, less so with is it though? Dark, Dark Souls, Souls 3. Like known amongst all fucking Yeah, it's gamers. known, but I mean, just because you know it doesn't mean you play it. Or you it have played known. it all the way through. I mean, every sure everyone knows what Dark Souls is, but the whole you know 
grand scheme of gamers out there, how many have actually played it all the way through? Probably, I don't know, I would say probably 20% of the people that played that game beat that game. I wonder if there's a metric on that somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. All right, the next thing I got on the list, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, that's Baldur's hard. Gate 3 will combine the best of Divinity and D&D 5th Edition. Yeah, apparently Larian Studios wanted to originally make Baldur's Gate, but uh, the guys at Baldur's Gate who own the, the property rights told them no. Yeah, Wizards of the Coast. So then they, so then they went on and made... Uh, Divinity series, and then they were approached by Wizards saying, Hey, weren't you the guys that wanted to do Baldur's Gate? So they're like, Well, yeah. this is good because, uh, like, I like the idea of Baldur's Gate. I played the enhanced edition a little bit, but it kept crashing oh, my PC. D &D, so that's cool. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's an old game and the mechanics really don't hold up. I well, mean, yeah, if you're, yeah. if you've played it in the past and you got the nostalgia goggles, sure, but I just mean, like, in terms of, for me, Divinity's story is kind of blah. It's not that amazing or great, but Baldur's Gate is straight out of the D&D universe. So, I mean, I, I expect that to be more interesting. Well, what I think is cool about this is, you know, we both played Divinity Original Sin and this is going to be co-op too. So that's good. Yeah. But the thing about Divinity is like, it's kind of like a pseudo D&D &D rules kind of thing. Like there right. are some things where you can see are D&D-esque, but they, they changed it. So if they're going to take D&D 5th edition rules and apply it to like a Divinity style gameplay... That's fucking great. That means it's going to be way more in-depth. It's going to be hopefully, way more straightforward. And they're not going to have to come up with an entire system on their own. Yeah, you know? and hopefully they have, we're moving away from stupid systems. Like, you can't apply effects to people when they have uh, mana or shields up or whatever the fuck it was. I don't yeah, know what it was. or the whole action point thing. I mean, we modded it so that it was it was bearable. But the fact that, like, your movement It'll and, and your abilities it. are all one thing. Like, well, you can move really far or you cannot move at all, especially in a game where movement is essential. You know, I mean, the thing that happens with that game is you just basically stack every ability that you can that costs one or two action points to jump or teleport out of the way. And you actually yeah. run or move as little as possible because it costs way too much. Right. But if this is one of those games where it's like you get a movement and action and a bonus action. And you don't have to yeah, worry about points. I hope points. they split those out similar to XCOM. You know, XCOM, you can move a certain distance or you can kind of use up your turn to sprint and move double the distance. You know, that's very D&D &D because you can move and then you can turn your standard action into a movement action and move again. So I would love to see something like that because I, I think that's way superior. Well, the other thing is that um, the original Baldur's Gate was not turn-based. It was real right. time. It was Diablo. -esque. So I'm hoping this is turn based because it seems like you kind of need that. Know. It's hard to make a game that's really more complex and involved and have well, it be I mean, real time nowadays. Because if you've I played um, Pillars of Eternity, if it's single player, well, not even. I mean, you played. I played uh, Pillars of Eternity a little bit, and even at the beginning, trying to keep everything straight is is really difficult. They actually added a turn based mode to that with their latest patch that just came out. Still not co-op, but uh, I've been thinking about going back and playing it in turn-based mode because, I mean, you do have a full party and you're con in control of everyone. You don't have to well, be, yeah. but when, you, when you're not, you're basically sitting there, you know, at, at the speed of human thought competing against <laughs> four enemies at the speed of computer thought with three allies who are at the speed of computer thought 
and you have no idea what's going on, and it's just a clusterfuck of abilities, and you're sitting there just trying to keep up. Now, maybe well, if you take a bunch of Adderall and you're used to playing StarCraft, <laughs> it's not a problem, but now, in that game, you could pause the timer and think about shit, but, I mean, it just turns into, like, pause. All right, I'm going to queue up this and this yeah, and, is that this Dragon and this and this and this. Unpause, pause! <laughs> it was that Dragon Age Origins problem where if you weren't pausing the game, you were at a disadvantage, and that didn't feel fun to pause the game a lot. Yeah, uh, but at I least think, in Dragon uh, Age, you can bring the difficulty down and you. make it more of an action RPG. I do agree with you that, like, uh, when it comes to games like D and D's, yeah, turn based is more fun because that's what D and D is. D and D is turn based. Uh, it's one thing to play an MMO and have it not be turn based and stuff, and I know that's technically a D and D type game, but when you're going straight Wizards of the Coast stuff, sometimes it's fun to have that turn based. We don't have enough of that, in my opinion. There's not enough turn based games these days. Uh, especially co-op and if you're going to do co-op you definitely have to do turn-based because i mean that's what i really it devolves it's, it's into so my hard friend trying to kill everything before i can <laughs> well it's so hard to uh get a bunch of people together to actually have a game of D and have everyone show up at the same time but when you have it in video game form you could just do co-op with you know some ai if you want or not and just be completely overpowered with a party of two like you could in divinity it's way easier. Mm. You don't have to have someone planning out the story. The story is already there. And the thing is, is like in Divinity, you can actually go in there and make your own campaigns and treat it like a virtual D&D thing. But I don't think very many people did that. You know, like there are some people definitely that went out there and made their own campaign and made it available for download. And I'm sure a few people played it. But I think anyone who's actually serious about stories like that or being a DM they're going to go fucking actually play D&D. So I think what you get with Divinity is a bunch of half-assed mods and shit. But when you bring on Baldur's Gate, which is actually like a D&D thing, maybe you'll get some more shit. Maybe they'll make it easier to come up with your own campaigns. And then we won't have to fucking use Roll20, and if we can't find five other people to fucking play, then we could just, I don't know, maybe they'll have like an AI dungeon master. Mm-hmm. that'd be pretty fucking cool you kind of set up the maps and where you want the story to go and it just leads you through AI it yeah. i mean if we would have been working on ai for the past 10 years instead of shitty ass multiplayer games then uh we'd probably have an amazing gaming experience right now if we weren't held back by shitty industry standards you know we went through a dark age period where every single player game was being released with a fucking multiplayer component that was half-assed hacked on or outsourced by some fucking chinese company and then we got to the pinnacle of that where they started going, you know what, fuck single player. Let's just fucking make BR games and sell it for full price. $60. What do you get? One mode? Yeah, one well, map, that's the fucked up part about the gaming community guns. is you come out with a fucking BR game and charge $40 for it. No one complains. But you release a game like Rage 2, which is a great game that's only single player. And people are like, there's only 16 hours of gameplay. Yeah, there's 16 hours of unique gameplay and I wish like it was building open world. <laughs> yeah, this game would have been better linear. Yeah, this is why you don't make video games because you're wrong. That's like yeah, going into The sucks. Witcher Three and being like, "Man, they should have kept it linear like the first two. Like, you but fucking kidding me? They don't say that shit. Though. Right, That's because the it's not so the problem. Got the is same people, and I'm looking at you, drop frames. You got the same people on your panel that love The Witcher Three. The fucking The Witcher Three is the best, uh, and that, and, and then they'll go look at Rage and say it shouldn't have been open world. 
it needed to it needed to have more of a pull you around in a direction like dude witcher does not pull you in a direction it, it has a main story and then a ton of fucking side quests to do like what are you talking about it doesn't it really i mean and if actually witcher 3 does kind of feel like it should put pull you in a direction because it makes it seem like oh we got to find siri this is fucking time sensitive. Meanwhile, I'm spending 80 fucking hours helping people kill some fucking striga in a cave somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. Hey, I'm going to go fuck a whore. Cereal be fine. <laughs> and and by the way, if your complaint is that it should have opened segments up slower, like stop being a fucking child. Okay. If your complaint about a game like Rage is uh, they should have segmented the map and opened them up like The Witcher 3 does, where certain areas open up no. after you progress the story, stop being a fucking child and asking game developers to hold your fucking hand. Okay. I mean, that's the problem. That's a problem a go lot of there. people had with Elder Scrolls Online when it came out. Before they made it where you can go anywhere at any time, people were like, man, I really wish you could go anywhere at any time and not have to be. You know, fucking tunnel just through this don't one zone. Go there. <laughs> like, just relegate yourself. Be an adult and have some self control and relegate yourself to an area like I do in The Witcher. There's an entire fucking map that's opened up, and I'm like, okay. I it looks overwhelming, but if I just focus on this one region over here in the bottom left corner and start going in an up and down pattern with some goddamn self control, it's no fucking problem. But these people are over here like, please treat me like a child. Meanwhile, they still want WoW Classic, which if you remember, uh, there were times when you needed to run through Never held Searing <laughs> Gorge to get to your zone, like fucking level 55 <laughs> zone. And you're sitting there on foot, like stick to the road, stick to the road, stick to the road. Shit's <laughs> aggroing you from across the map. And people want fucking Classic back. So here's the problem. People don't actually know what they want. It's not that they want certain games to be open world and other ones to be linear or they want their handheld or not. They play a game and then they just like or dislike certain things because of the mood they're in and decide that like, no, this game should have been like this. And they don't think about all the other games that, it, I mean, if it's a problem with the game's overall design or how the game feels, that's one thing. But don't be like, well, this is how open world games should be. This is how linear games should be. No, like it's there for a fucking reason. Like rage wanted the whole map open to you because <laughs> they didn't want the game to be linear. Blizzard didn't know what they were doing either. A lot of areas in the game were based off of like lore segmented areas, like the burning steps and, and shit like that were areas that were linked closer towards max level because the molten core and black wing layer exists there. And then you look at a place like the Blasted Lands where the Dark Portal is. That was also considered to be an in-game area. And so you have this weird situation where Elwyn Forest is like 1 to 10. And then Westfall is 10 to 20. And then Red Ridge is 15 to 20 because, you know, Westfall doesn't actually get you to 20 very well. Uh, and then you have Stranglethorn, which gets you to about 30. Level 30 to maybe halfway to 40. And then you're stuck in this weird situation where... Swamp of Sorrows is where you have to go. And the only way to get to Swamp of Sorrows is to go through a place that has level 60 mobs, which is uh, Dark Deadwind Pass, which is where Karazhan's at, which is a completely useless zone that has no quests. I had nothing before Karazhan. Until just... like max level or some shit. There were like one or two things there. It's just a completely useless area that you have to run through. And the road is covered with like fucking vultures and shit that want to kill you. And you don't have spirits. a mount. 
Well, you might have a you might have a level forty mount at this point if you don't. Good luck. Uh, and I think that level forty mount is going to hurt. It doesn't help matter. I mean, a lot of these elites that you find in these fucking zones <laughs> run as fast as an epic mount or faster. Like yeah. the fucking doom guards that are guarding the the dark portal. Don't get and anywhere. You, to, you can't you run to, away from those motherfuckers. You get to Swamp of Sorrows, and there's like maybe a handful of quests in that zone that exist. There is none of this shit with goblins on the east like there is now. It's just these broken Draenei. Yeah, which really is fucked it. up because when they, when they, I wasn't into the lore, so when they announced the next playable class, like, hey, we're going to let you play as Janai, I'm like, those fucking, like, withered troll things from Swamp of Sorrows? Like, why would I want to play as one? They should have been broken. They should have been broken, but they had this weird thing where they didn't want to introduce an ugly race to the Alliance for some reason. Yeah, the, the Janai they well, introduced. they did anyway. The broke. But whatever. Hey, uh, let's take all the worst things about night elves and Tauren and put them into and, a fucking and new, so new race. Soros isn't going to get you to the level you need to be to go and do blasted lands. So now you have to go up through the burning steps, <laughs> which may or may not be to your level at that point because you, that's like a forty to fifty zone. And then when you go north of that, you're in a fifty to sixty zone. Which, by the way, when I say fifty to sixty, forty to six, forty to fifty, this is very loose. You're not likely to get 10 levels. See, back in vanilla, you had to go to Kalimdor to finish leveling. You you didn't you couldn't get away with you gotta run through all these fucking high level areas to get to uh to get to like now it's all seamless. It all works together really well because both if you start in Iron Forge or Stormwind, you pretty much can both end up near molten core finishing off your levels. But if you want to, as as if you started in Elwyn, if you want to, you don't even have to go towards Molten Core. You can go through Swamp Asars and actually do Blasted Lands to hit max level and just go through the Dark Portal. And if you start as an undead, you get to go through all the Arathi Highlands and all that shit and end up in Western Plaguelands and Eastern Plaguelands. And so that's that's three different ways to make it to max level there, just in in modern day areas, just on you know the Eastern Kingdoms. You can't do that in vanilla. In vanilla. You're going to have to go west. You're going to have to go do Desolus. You're going to have to do Stone Talon Mountains. It's not an option. It's it's really not. You might be able to skip a couple areas. Like you might not have to do Dark Shore because you if, you know the early level or game you can is or easy. you can just fucking farm out your levels by killing the mobs well, you in can, those zones. You can really tell with Vanilla that Blizzard spent a lot of time with 1 to 30. 1 to 30 zones are really fleshed out in Vanilla. And you can really easily get to level 30 without having to go travel anywhere crazy. But after that, you can tell they were hitting that deadline where they're like, shit, we got to get this out to people. And yeah, well, that's another thing is zones. like when if you play Horde, you got access to the Zeppelin. So you can just go to Undercity and wait on a fucking Zeppelin. But as Alliance, you got to make it to a coastline and find a fucking ship. Yeah. And that's not very easy. And they don't tell you either. There's no like, hey, You're let's go hit the let's go let's go get that hero's call it. quest and have it direct <laughs> me to the next fucking zone. No. You just gotta look it up. <laughs> oh, what's that? I'm low I finished Stranglethorn and I don't want to go to Burning Steps or, or Swamp of Sars. I guess I'll take a boat to Ratchet and hope if I'm on a PvP server I don't get ganked Which running through the barrens to get to Dust Wallow Marsh. <laughs> to do some of the worst quest lines that have ever existed and then try to you know navigate my way to Feralos or something 
it's way better now than it used to be. And these people are fucking dumb, man. They're so dumb. I want the experience of like, then delete your account and start over. Okay. If legacy heirlooms and shit like that are a problem for you, don't fucking wear them. Just shut it down. They just it's want the game before Cataclysm. Process. I mean, if Cataclysm never happened, there probably wouldn't be people bitching so much. Maybe. I, and I, listen, I've I've been an advocate of Blizzard should just make a Caverns of Time thing instead of this whole classic WoW. It should have been a Caverns of Time experience where you can choose to level a character in vanilla WoW. That's it. And you have the option in that situation, you still have the option of wearing heirloom gear or not. But in class, using Caverns of Time, like your mounts are slow, you don't get it till level 40, all that shit. Like that's the way that uh, I would have approached it, I think, if I was Blizzard. Um, I, don't, I don't think that would have been too difficult to, to do. You just apply a buff. Do you want this character to be a vanilla character? Yeah. Okay. There you go. You level it in old vanilla shit, and all of these tributes apply to you. And when you get to max level, you turn it off or keep that character in fucking molten core or blackwing layer in the caverns of time. Whatever. So fucking unnecessary. Like I'm gonna play vanilla WoW and and farm all this nonsense up. Like, listen, I wouldn't mind having the blackwing layer experience in its original form again. But you know what I don't want to do is farm everything to that point. Fuck that. Okay. Enjoy, enjoy burning crusade. That's all I got to say. When they finally do it, when they finally go, guys, we're releasing burning crusade for, for classic. Wow. Enjoy that. Enjoy keying for Karazhan. Good luck. Enjoy that. Six different fucking heroic dungeon bullshit that you got to run every single member of your guild through oh by the way it's 25 man and 10 man so when you do 10 man karazan and you want to move on to serpent shrine cavern with your guild you gotta now find you gotta stop running karazan because it's 10 man you gotta you, you can't split 25 into 10 evenly can't do it ain't no flex <laughs> ain't no such thing as flex Enjoy, enjoy your community. Enjoy your yeah. fucking sense of community. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this, uh... need need one more. Need one more for Karazhan. <laughs> Help! <laughs> fucking yelling in trade chat. Just standing in the middle of town. Some psycho. Help me. Get some fucking loser. Need healer. <laughs> You're stuck with them. You know how you know how many like back in forty man rage. You know how many people just sucked at the game and we had to grit our teeth and fucking bear it because we barely had 40 people to get together are you kidding me these fucking mouth breathers it's a lot of fucking people to get in one place at one time for eight hours for an eight hour I, chunk i really hope vanilla comes back and rebuilds the internet back into what it was i that's the only positive thing that could come from classic wow is all these people go holy shit people suck <laughs> <laughs> and then just start and we see a resurgence of of thing of phrases like mouth breather and like, oh my god all right so uh we talked about this a little bit before the podcast but the price for the xbox game pass on pc is going to be five dollars that's four yep. euros for all of you losers out there that lost the revolutionary war uh 
five dollars a month that's pretty good you get 100 plus games from the xbox one and xbox 360 library i believe i believe it's like the entire xbox library pretty much is this now or is this coming soon uh it's supposed to be it's supposed to be talked about at 7 30 p.m eastern so when they go on stage i'm assuming this is going to be one of those and you can do it right now kind of deals right like that's their big because stuff like that wins e3 when people talk about who won e3 things like being able to drop stuff right now wins you mega points with with people enjoying this shit and you're talking about somebody gets to play. I would have loved this as a kid. Man. Do we need all right? So for this, do we need to get Xbox Live Gold at ten dollars a month to play online? Because if no, so, that's going to be fifteen a month. So I've I've used uh, I, I I have uh, Sea of Thieves, and you, you just you don't have to pay pay anything to anything. That's that's if you're a console pleb. <laughs> Five dollars a month, man. Can you imagine having this when you were a teenager? Being able to pay $5 a month and have access to 100 plus fucking games. And now Origin has $5 a month. But if you want to get like all the new shit when it comes out, you got to pay 15 a month. So far, according to this article, it could be, you know, it could be all, it could be uh, false information. They may have a tiered system. But if they're doing $5 a month and you get Gears 5 when it comes out and Halo Master Chief Collection, when it comes out like new games when they come out for five dollars that's pretty big that is pretty big and maybe we'll actually get to play uh some of those xbox live arcade games that never came out for anything else except for xbox 360 yeah. like uh well there's games like resident Steam evil code and- veronica remaster and right. uh castlevania symphony of the night right exactly so there's also State of Decay 2, which came out uh, about a year ago, and, and uh, a lot of people were having fun with it, but it was a buggy miss. It wasn't worth the, the money, but at $5, if it's in the library, you know, it's a co-op experience we can play and have fun with until we get tired of it. But, but yeah, exactly what you're saying. This is supposed to be 100 plus games, and they say it should be noted that the library in Xbox One is almost double that. So whatever. So you're not getting everything, but you know, you're getting a lot of good shit. I mean, we're talking... We Happy Few, Sea of Thieves, uh, Hellblade, which, oh God, that was, wasn't that like a game made by Guillermo del Toro or something like that? Hey, you're know. thinking of Hellboy. No, Hellblade <laughs> was made by somebody big. Somebody big in the industry made Hellblade. Um, it was being talked about. as published by Ninja Theory. That's what it is. Never mind. It's a Ninja Theory game. Yeah, they're okay. So a lot of stuff on that. Now, if they, if they go with the $5, that's, that's a major big deal right there. Um, and you know what, by the way, for those of you people that might be praising this information, like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Capitalism, by the way. Okay. For all you fucking communist idiots out there that like to praise that kind of shit. This is, this is what capitalism does. This is how capitalism works. It's called competition. All right. And it's going to force EA to look at this and go, fuck, we're going to, we're going to have to lower our price. We have to lower our, comp- our or price or offer something more or offer something more, but they could be doing the, um, you know, what Disney's going to be doing is Disney's coming out with their streaming service in November, $5 a month. It's going to have everything, star Wars, everything, Marvel, everything, Disney and original shit. And it's going to be $5 a month. And that's kind of their fuck you to Netflix. Right now, they're probably going to increase their price 
as time goes by. But what they're trying to do is, you know, Netflix has been around for 10 plus years at this point that, you know, a lot of people, if it was the same price, they'd be like, well, why am I going to pay the same amount of money and have less content? Because they're not going to have all the originals and shit that Netflix does right off the bat. But they sucker people in. I shouldn't say sucker, but, you know, they get people to to either move over to their service or add on their service for $5 a month. And then they slowly increase their price over time as they add more content, just like Netflix did. So that's kind that's of the, right. that's what Xbox is trying to do right now. I mean, right now it's like, what, a dollar? There's like an introductory price of a dollar to get into this. Or maybe that's Xbox Live, because there's people in the comment section who are talking about um, like re-upping their Xbox Live account through 2022 for a dollar a month, because that's the price right now. This is is another great example of capitalism. Okay, Netflix used to be a small nobody and had a small price point, and they came along and there was no competition for them, and now... Disney is going to start doing theirs and all these other companies. And you're going to see companies like Disney do lesser amounts. And that might bring the price down for other competitors outside of that. I mean, if you want a Marxist strategy, just look at Yuku, right? That's like uh, the Chinese government's version of YouTube. There is no YouTube in China. There's only Yuku because YouTube's not controlled by the Chinese government, but Yuku is. So YouTube is banned and not allowed in China because the government got to make money on that shit. <laughs> Got to get in bed with one of these companies, make them the only one. Yeah, hey, I'm hyped for it. I'll actually pay Microsoft five dollars and play some. Yeah, I will too, provided that the games run games. properly. Right. Well, uh, I will say, Sea of Thieves ran really well, really, really well, no problems whatsoever. It taps right into uh, the Xbox, sorry, the uh, Windows 10 store system. So you know, it, it. I haven't had any problems with that. I do know that games like State of Decay 2 were just broken and buggy, but that's, I don't know if that's an issue with. Well, specifically, I'm talking about streaming because like when I got Gears of War 4, you know, it it ran pretty well. And as soon as I tried to game capture it, it completely fucked up. And it's something to do with Microsoft still trying to push game mode and full screen Mm -hmm. optimizations and DirectX 12. And they're just a lot of not it. playing nice with my system when I'm trying to stream and I got three monitors and I got G-Sync and it's the same old story over and over and over. Can everyone just get on board with variable refresh that. rates? Like, I don't care if it's G-Sync or FreeSync or something, but come on. And over again. Yeah, and listen. Absolutely. Uh, Marvel is going to be unveiling an Avengers game. Yeah, is it made by... Uh, is that the one made by Square Enix, or am I thinking yes. of something else? Square yeah. Enix is in charge of this game, and they're you know what they they pump out some pretty good shit. Well, uh, but it's pump already out some been shit revealed. Too. Quiet, man. <laughs> Quiet, man. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I coughed in the middle of that. I don't know if you heard I what don't I said. Know what Quiet the... man sucked. Quiet man. I don't know who's going to be in charge of it. Like what type? Of... We're going to get revealed here tonight, I believe, at Microsoft shit. But it has been revealed that it's going to be on Xbox One, PS4, Stadia, and PC. And of course, we have to say Stadia because that's the new bullshit. Listen, if you're going to subscribe to Stadia, oh yeah, we'll get we'll talk to that. We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, so I'm I'm curious to see what this is going to be. Is it going to be RPG, or we're going to see like an, a more of an action game? Uh, hopefully, it's not just a fighter, uh, because that would be fucking lame. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is there was what was that game? Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. 
Yeah. Remember that game? That was pretty yeah. popular, right? Yeah, but it sucked. Like the good part about that game is you can pick from a slew of Marvel characters, and not only could you use their powers, but if you pick certain characters together, you can like synergize their powers like they do in the comic book. Like you could well, uh we fucking throw at- Wolverine, right? And do like super moves. Problem it was made by Vicarious Visions, and Vicarious Visions is a piece of shit and they make shitty games and the game didn't really uh it looked like it was about five years old at the time it was uh it released and it just wasn't good it was kind of a one-dimensional hack and slash so that was the bad part the good part is they had some good character synergies and it was co-op i think what you need so hopefully to do we don't get just a, a, a like, different version of that with better graphics and they actually need polish a it game like spider-man that was done by insomniac recently that game was very popular it got an 87 metacritic 8.7 out of 10 from ign like everybody loved this game and i played it it's really good i didn't beat it but that's because it's on console and it's hard for me to sit in front of my tv and play console and not be at my computer at any time so i it's it's but it's really good and hopefully with that's what i think you have to do with an avengers game I think when it comes to superheroes, you can do either maybe like a fighting game or you can do kind of more like an action adventure open world kind of situation. I don't know if you could get away with doing something super linear uh, that's story driven. I mean, maybe you could do something like God of War if the story is really good. But let's be honest, nobody watches Marvel movies for super in-depth story like yeah, the Thanos and all that shit. Thanos is a great character and he's well-written, but most people that watch that just see him as a straight-up villain. They don't understand the depth of that character and and uh, you know that just the aspect of him snapping and going back home and sitting down and looking out at the ocean. That's like a big deal, but most people don't see that. They think, oh, this motherfucking villain. You know, because that's what that's what those kind of movies are at the end of the day. They're just action movies. When you watch a Marvel film, what do you want to see? You want to, you don't want to see banner walking around. Like sometimes, yeah, he'll be funny and that's great. And that re- all that really serves is the humor really just serves to bridge the gap to the next scene of him turning into the Hulk and smashing some shit. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel like that's the whole drive of a superhero movie is watching. I, I don't give a, like if you go watch Justice League, or not even Justice League, but like, um, I well, I say Justice League. I think Batman versus Superman was a really good movie, not in terms of writing. I do think there was a lot of bad writing, like the Martha shit. Like he just he could have said my mother, and it would have still got across. Because when they talked about that, they talked about how that moment Batman realizes that uh, Superman is human, right? He has a human mother, so. And I think they could have had him say, you're, you're letting him kill my mother instead of Martha. Because who the fuck would call their mother Martha like that? That just doesn't make any sense. And yeah, like Bruce, like Bruce knows who Martha is. Right. You're, you're letting them kill my mother would have worked just fine. It would have pulled Batman back. No, here's, Batman if you were, if you were a good writer, here's what you would have done. Superman's kind of in pain at that moment. Really. So when he says mother, they should make it sound kind of ambiguous, right? Like he says mother, but Bruce hears it as Martha. They did it in uh, Blade Runner, and they've actually changed it back and forth between the different versions. But when Roy Batty goes to uh, Tyrell and he says, I want more life, like depending on which version you hear, he says father, but sometimes he says fucker, right? But he's supposed to say it like it's kind of an in-between, like fucker. So they could have <laughs> done something like that with Martha and mother, but know. they didn't. I, 
I don't think the Martha thing needed to exist at all because Batman is the villain in the first half of that movie. I don't think people realize that a lot of Superman fans were upset because Batman's kicking Superman's ass to some degree and he's smarter. Yes, Batman is smarter than Superman. That's a known fact in the universe. Okay, Superman said it many times. Batman always has a plan to deal with shit. So, but Batman's not evil at his core. Even this older, broken Batman who's lost Robin and shit in, in this movie, that's his moment of turning back and going, what am I doing? That's And that's a good moment for Batman because he's... He's been this way. He's been he's been driven by justice and the idea of his justice is actually revenge and not justice. And at that moment, he could realize this isn't justice. This is I'm I'm being vengeful and thrilled. I don't, well, let's I don't go on a little tangent. What do you think about uh, Robert Pattinson as next Batman for three movies at least? I think that'll be fine. But let me finish what I'm saying. Because, no. <laughs> because. The reason why I think that besides that bad writing and the bad writing of killing off Superman at the end, which I get it. You want to have doomsday and shit, but you don't have to kill Superman off just yet. You could always bring doomsday back and have him kill Superman. I, you know, it was this stupid thing. Yeah, where well, like, that Superman's is a thing. You can always bring people. doomsday back because he always comes He's back indestructible. He can't be destroyed. Uh, I think the smartest thing to do would have been, to just bring the Justice League together at that moment and not try to end on this high note of Superman sacrifices himself for humans. That's just dumb. You know, he dies a human, everybody. Okay. Why didn't he just throw the fucking kryptonite spear? You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's flying so fucking slow. It's so dumb. I just, I don't think it's a smart way to play it out either. Uh, it was just dumb just for the sake of dumb. And then then you just end up with Justice League where they have to resurrect him. And that's fucking stupid too. <laughs> then he comes back like, I don't remember who I am for a little bit. Oh my God. It's, uh, for no reason other than to have him do a cool headbutt on. Yeah. And I mean, the whole situation is kind of fucked up because it looked like they were setting up the Injustice storyline, like from the Injustice games yeah. where Superman goes full on Adolf Hitler. And that would have been great. Yeah, but the thing is, is they already did that in Injustice. You don't need a That's movie great. on it because they already fucking did it and it was better than a movie because you got to play the fight scenes yourself. But in terms of Batman versus Superman, the the action is so good in the, that movie and the scenes in between the action is really fucking good. Like you're actually captivated when there's not fighting going on, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, they have this moment where you're following Bruce Wayne around and nobody cares about Bruce Wayne. Like one of the worst parts of Nolan movies with Batman was the Bruce Wayne segments. They weren't yeah, that and that's great. That's why that's why Dark Knight Rises was probably the worst out of them is because there's very there little so Batman. Much, yeah, exactly. And the thing and they gimped they gimped them. I fucking hate when superhero movies yeah. gimp their hero and in this one they're like well, Batman's more machine now than man because he's broken so many fucking bones and shit. Right. Don't don't go out there, Bruce. You're you're gonna fucking die because you're so brittle <laughs> and frail. I'm like, god damn it, they did it with but the in, fucking Wolverine movie. Just stop. But in Batman stop versus it. Superman, while you're following Bruce around, you're seeing that action from his perspective from the previous movie. And that kind of that makes it interesting because you know, in, in Man of Steel, you see them flying to the building and fight each other. And then, he, you know, Zod gains his ability to do laser eyes. And then you see that from Batman's perspective for the first time in this in the sequel. And you're like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. So it's got you interested in these moments. And even when he's just kind of 
out doing his thing, like him walking, just the simple thing of him walking past shit where you see the Joker, the, like the Joker uh, graffitied costume of Robin. Like that's interesting because you're not looking at fucking Bruce Wayne. You're looking at the background. Going, Whoa, what is that? So it keeps you interested in a really good way. And Marvel does that by doing comedy and shit like that. You know, they have these little comedic moments and stuff uh, where when there's no action, you're just having a good laugh or something's being built up to the action. Uh, and that's why I think justice league failed so heavily is because it, it's a lot of boring talking in between their mediocre action scenes. Yeah. I think, and the flash is fucking terrible. He's a giant right. pussy. He's just, yeah, Dude, the, the fucking, the flash show is, yeah, it's campy and it's kind of, you know, yeah. well, that's what TV shows are supposed to be, but it's, it's way better than the fucking, the, the flash movie or, you know, flash in the movie. I'm sorry. Right. I'm a sucker for superhero shit. I'll watch pretty much. No, anything. I agree. I agree with you. I've, I've watched some compilations. I've never watched the flash show, but I watched some compilations. I think it's cool how they move around in time and shit like that and do different timelines. That's really cool shit. That's a really cool way to write some shit, to have a villain portray a character that is not supposed to be a villain and kind of actually mold your hero for a long time and have the audience know that. That kind of stuff keep, is The really thing cool. is, is like they keep talking about how the Flash movie, which I heard it was canceled, and then I don't know. They no, kept talking about it. how the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint, where mm -hmm. you know Flash goes back in time and yeah. stops his parents from being killed and it fucks everything up. They already did that in the show. Yeah, it, it's already happened. <laughs> it's like the same shit with a worse actor and a bigger <laughs> budget. Well, I shouldn't say a worse actor. He's probably a better actor, but he's he's not Barry Allen. The character he plays is weird. Like the the version of Barry Allen that they have him playing as, where he's like a teenager that doesn't give a fuck, is just terrible. I don't I don't like it at all. I think it was done for this dumb idea to like create some kind of relation to the audience that they think is going to be teenagers. Hello, fellow teenagers, you know, some shit like that. Like, make him an adult. Just stop. Well, I you mean, don't have to. I, yeah, I mean, he is an adult in the show, but he's kind of. We're talking about like Justice a kid, but League, though. At this point, looks, he's already got a suit and he's established. He's been doing shit. Well, not a, no, he hasn't. Not in this version. I know, but I'm saying in Justice League, when you get to Justice League, your heroes are supposed to be set up already. They're supposed to be already established, not necessarily with the audience, but at least in terms of like as a superhero. When you go to Justice League, even in the movie Justice League, Batman walks into his fucking lair or whatever it is, and he's got a suit he's built. So he's been doing shit. He's been yeah. saving people. Why else would he have a fucking suit? So they should have stuck with that and made that a big thing where like this, this kid wasn't, but th with the way they set it up is like Barry's a fucking amateur. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Save I one know. person. Just go, go in there fast. and save one person. Yeah, one fucking person. Stupid. He's the flash. Fuck. It's almost like he's never done it before. Like that only makes and sense. And they did it before the Aquaman movie. And in the Aquaman movie, that's when he really becomes Aquaman, you know, when he gets all his shit together yeah. and he's the leader of Atlantis. And so in Justice League, he's just Aqua no person. Aqua guy. <laughs> Water dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely. They really rush Justice League out too quickly. But e even if they're going to do something, if you're going to do something with Barry Allen and Batman, similar to iron man and and peter you have to do like they did in marvel where iron man is there right when he gets his powers iron man is there in the beginning and gives him a suit you know and helps him out and all that shit 
you can't have him show up later on after he's been the neighbor friendly neighborhood spider-man for six fucking years and you're like i'm here to teach you kid <laughs> like what what are you fucking talking about teach me i've been doing this shit for a long time okay did you I see mean, uh spider-man into the spider-verse the animated thing yeah i watched that on the airplane it's actually pretty decent yeah it was pretty good the the like, old like peter the time travel stuff the cool. old peter parker was really funny <laughs> yeah absolutely with great power comes great don't don't if don't. i ever hear that fucking phrase again he didn't say fucking but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really good I, I like the the play on that uh, the different universes creating different spider-man's man's yeah that's pretty cool all right, well, we went off on a tangent. Uh, the next news story I got, uh, StarCraft, StarCraft first-person shooter canceled to focus on Diablo 4 Overwatch 2, which, you know, good call. Yeah, well, they did, they did this a long time ago. Um, they were working on a game back in the day called StarCraft Ghost. Was, you were going to play as Nova. That's where the character Nova comes from. Uh, and you were going to basically be one of these ghost special forces guys in the Terran military sneaking around and stuff. They did a lot of work on it. And you know, there's a lot of information you can find on YouTube, all kinds of stuff like footage and shit. And then they canceled it because it just wasn't going where they wanted it to. Well, turns out they've been doing that again with some Starcraft related game using the overwatch engine. Uh, but it didn't go where they wanted it to. And blizzard's very, you know, very typical of blizzard. They will cancel something if they don't feel like it's going somewhere. But they took the, those people and moved those people over to another project they're working on that people are calling Overwatch 2, but it's not Overwatch 2. Uh, it's more like a spinoff of Overwatch. And there's been interviews with Jay Allen Brack who's talked about this. It's like, you know, we have games that, you know, if we have a game running like Warcraft, it's not weird for us to make a game called World of Warcraft and have that running as well. You know, it's like, it's it's not a thing that's weird so what they well what they talked about that. overwatch 2 having some <laughs> pve elements like left for dead and stuff and you know that's great no, if you're not, into the again, story it's not but, overwatch 2 it's gonna well, be that's specifically working title PVE. whatever no they it's didn't gonna say be specifically. specifically pve yeah it's gonna be pve focused it's gonna be left for dead style pve focused like a multiple player versus the quote AI. is Overwatch 2 will have, quote, a large PvE element. Yeah. Whatever that means. So, that's from Kotaku, though. We'll see. Well, that's IGN. There's been a lot of information published out. Well, IGN's probably referencing Kotaku. It's an age of journalism pointing to other journalists. There's been a Diablo 4, though. Shit like that. Diablo 4. That might be good. I mean, it's better. There's what I'm hoping. People yeah, well, they finally learned their fucking lesson and made Diablo 3 good, and I hope, you know, they don't pull a fucking bungee and actually <laughs> take the fucking lessons they learned from Diablo 3 and just start Diablo 4 oh like God, that and improve from there. But, bungee too in a little while. Yeah, well, here's here's what I'm hoping. This, this won't be that long. Diablo 4, I want it to go back to fucking dark fantasy. Stop making every fucking game look like World of Warcraft, please, for the love of fuck. I just... Diablo 2 and Diablo 1, maybe it was just they didn't have the fucking art team for it, but everything looked gritty and dark and the environment was great. And they tried to do that in Diablo 3, but it just looks too much like fucking World of Warcraft. It just looks like, 
a cartoon. I mean, the game is called fucking Diablo. I mean, be very interesting <laughs> in terms of lore wise because of what went on with Diablo three. But I, my only complaint ever with a Diablo game is whenever Diablo three came out, they didn't have the necromancer. They released it later on at a pretty, well, I got point. plenty of complaints about Diablo three when it came out. <laughs> uh, they they released it at a pretty hefty price for the necromancer. What I want from Diablo Four is more classes, more classes. I want more options. I want more options than Diablo Two had. I want everything that we've ever seen: Amazon, Sorceress, uh, Wizard. Uh, yeah, that's right. I want two of the same thing: the fucking Witch Doctor, Necromancer, Paladin. I want all of them, and then I want new shit as well. That's what I want. I want you to stop this bullshit where you go, well, we could really just merge the Necromancer with this class and we get the Witch Doctor. There's no reason to have two different classes. Yes, there is. Okay? It's called aesthetic. I don't want to throw frogs at people and want, run around like a fucking idiot going, Aah! I don't want to do that. Okay? It's fucking lame. Sorry. It's just the way it is. I'm not saying you shouldn't have that character. But give me my goddamn necromancer. And then they do it and it's 15 fucking dollars. That's unacceptable. That's half the price of the fucking game at that point. Unacceptable. Yeah. And they released it like it was an expansion. And I mean, it's, yeah, it's just it's another fucking class. That's what I'd also like from Diablo 4. Is well, I don't expansion. want, I don't want, I mean, I don't think they will, but I don't want to see a fucking real money auction house that fucks up the, the loot tables in, in the base game if you don't want to use the auction house. I want the servers to fucking work on launch. I don't want the game to be all stuttery and shit on launch because it's always online. Well, I don't mind if it's always online, but fucking do it right. Stop with these like uh, uh, stuttering because our servers are fucked. Like your mm -hmm. blizzard. You can, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> and, and get rid of the fucking pastel muddy texture world of Warcraft graphics. I don't care if it's isometric and your camera's pulled back and you can't see that close. Make it look good. But on, a, on another note, um, employees are fleeing Activision Blizzard. What does that even mean? See, I don't you know. This be was, this was a video. Kind of things, though, because, like, Jesus. It was a video. Yeah. Let's see. Who's, who's left? Who? Well, there was the layoff earlier in the year. Well, that's not fleeing. That's people being removed. Yeah, well, that was that's now Blizzard has come on. out and said that when they they're not laying people off, they move people to different. Actions, no, this is this areas. is people leaving voluntarily. Hold on, it's coming. It's all this fucking commentary. Fucking used to be Machinima, now Inside Gaming. Hmm. Some of these blah 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 man, come on. I got right, uh, who's here. the first person. Experienced employees are leaving Activision Blizzard. What does that mean? Kim Fan, Global That's Product fine. Director of Blizzard Esports. Been oh. with the company for 13 years. Leaving. Yep, just see, I see that. Okay. Not Kim. Pete Vlastelica, President and CEO of Black <laughs> Activision Blizzard. I almost said Black Division. Jesus. Black Division. <laughs> yeah, Blizzard Activision. Black Division. Okay. So, yeah, that's two esports kind of people. So, esports. 
All right, that's it. <laughs> that's all this article says, and that's where I'm sure where he's getting the same information. Yeah. Okay. And then conflating that with the 200 people that were sacked from their jobs, uh, probably because they fucking deserve to be sacked from their jobs. There's just, I mean, there's not as much money in esports as you think. I mean, there is a lot of money, but it's also very expensive. Not from the de developer community. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You don't need fucking developers fucking right. pushing esports. The community will do that. So e that's why was created by now. the community. Blizzard never was behind Brood War, and Brood War was a giant esports community in South Korea. Uh, the biggest mistake these developers have made in the past two years, and I've been saying this since the beginning of this bullshit, was the developers getting involved in esports. And the problem is you have a lot of these guys in esports going, this is great news for esports. No, it's not. Okay? It's not at all. It's bad news because then you have situations where Blizzard's like strong-arming and controlling who can do what with their fucking product. That's not what you want at all. Okay. <clears throat> this is not like football where somebody owns the rights to football. It's, it's, it's completely different. You got to let the fans be in charge of it. It's a waste of money to be focusing on esports for a game development company. Just stop. The only good thing that comes out well, of it is that it after 15 years there, I think they're starting to figure that out. I mean, they yeah. even said we're canceling, uh, heroes of the storm tournaments and esports and there was a bunch of people that were pissed and it's like just do it yourself well only be a, you know, yeah do it yourself and it'll only be a matter of time before overwatch league goes away i mean it's all temporary <laughs> it's all temporary man all right one last little thing here and it's just uh so cd project red came out with this thing it says uh video policy <clears throat> We encourage everyone to create videos using content from our games as well as live stream them to the public. We think it's awesome you guys make all these fantastic playthroughs, walkthroughs, let's play videos, achievement guides, videos, reviews, and more. Please feel free to publish your content on YouTube, Twitch, and other video sharing websites. We ask you to remember that the use of our content in your videos and streams has to be non-commercial, meaning you can neither charge users to view your work nor sell or license it to others in exchange for any kind of payment. You can, however, become a part of the YouTube or Twitch partner programs and monetize your videos or streams featuring the content of our games by participating in these or similar partnership programs used by other video sharing sites. Other than that, all we have to say is create, have fun, be awesome. So yeah, that's cool, this, CD Project Red. And okay, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. There's, there's a point to this. Law, it doesn't matter what they There's say. a point to this. There's a point to this. So <clears throat> even though it's U.S. law, it's it would be up to CD Project Red to claim a copyright infringement. No, well, yeah, if it's so, actual copyright, but, but you're talking about basically what they're saying is basically what's is already law, right? Like you can't take a video of the right. Witcher three playthrough and be like, Hey, buy this for $10, but you can monetize your video. So on one hand, I'm not telling you about this because like, Hey, look at CD project red and how great they are. They're reiterating how it's always been. And yeah, it's probably a PR thing. But the interesting thing is, is that That's coupled with Twitch's sub only viewership. How is that going to play into it? Does that count as uh, <laughs> selling your video? Is that going to oh, completely fuck up? Sub only even goes anywhere. I can't imagine this thing getting up off the ground. Who the fuck is going to use this shit? I, I, yeah, but I mean, 
now CD Projekt Red is generally viewed as one of the more well, open do what you want. For CD Projekt Red, if somebody uh, puts viewing the gameplay, if I if I go on Twitch and I play uh, The Witcher Three and I put it behind a sub wall where only people can access viewing it behind a paywall, CD Projekt Red has no say in the matter. Now they could try to come at me and copy strike me, and if I have if I'm PewDiePie and I have enough money where I can actually contest it in court. I win the case because it's not a copyright infringement issue. I'm not just sitting there quietly playing the game and letting people see what the game. It's not come watch Witcher three. It's not like streaming Marvel fucking. In well, there have been some shitty people in the past who have done copyright strikes on smaller channels, right. particularly on YouTube, because they That's know because that they're, they're not going to be contested. Defended. Right. And the big problem is all these big guys with money don't defend this shit. This is what's great about the Steven Crowder thing going on right now on YouTube with the the um the adpocalypse number two, the Vox adpocalypse. Yeah. Uh is that he's actually going after these people and and making it because you have to set precedent in court. That's what court is. You know, if you look at a law like Roe v. Wade that most people understand and know about, that's the abortion bill, uh that set a precedent. In the Supreme Court. So typically what that means is people won't challenge that decision because they know that they'll just waste money in a courtroom trying to get it overturned when it's not going to be overturned. It's very difficult to overturn a judge's decision. I mean, you can go watch one of these shows on Netflix where it's people in uh, jail and they're trying to get their their hearings or something like that. And you'll you'll see how you know they get taken to court and they go through I think it was a uh, creating a killer or whatever it is that fucking making a murder making a murder yeah the second version of that uh documentary uh when they're trying to get the nephew uh, off of his sentencing he's already been sentenced by a judge so they talk about how they have to go to the court higher than that judge and have three justices that are going to be willing to overturn that guys. And then what they ended up doing was had, they had to go to a higher one where they had five of them. And these five now have to have a majority rule to overrule the three below and the one below that. And it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for him. And it just doesn't happen. It just, it's not but a common thing that occurs. It, when it comes to gaming, especially like it make it copyright laws for music kind of makes sense, right? Because right. It's and a passive movies. thing and movies. It's a passive thing, but watching someone play the game is not the same as playing the game itself. So right, it's, like, there's uh, only a positive. It's only equivalent. a positive for people to allow people to play your game and stream yeah. it. And I get that. Like it's kind of shitty. And I don't even know why they bring up the part about charging people to view your mm. videos because there's so much like, why would you pay to see someone's video when you can get it for free from countless other content creators? I mean, well, fuck. It's like the, Anyone it's out there like, want to watch The Witcher 3? Tune into my stream Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, where I'm streaming The Witcher 3 all the way through for free. It's like the equivalent of Betty Crocker trying to sue you because you made her cake on stream. You know, yeah. like <laughs> Betty you, Crocker's not a real person. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying the company, Betty fuck Crocker. Fuck you, Betty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like you buy the cake mix and you put all the ingredients together and you're streaming yourself making the cake. It's going to turn into the same cake every time. It might be slightly different here and there based off some of the ingredients I use, but it it's still that cake. Like it's nobody is I get listen, nobody's watching Twitch or YouTube to see a game. You play games, you don't watch them. That's not how it is. Okay? 
people are that some people are watching for the game but it's not like you're losing sales because of that this is just silly shit and the big problem here is that video well, game I mean the only time that you can games, make an argument which is a bad argument that you're losing sales is like someone like me I never went and purchased Metal Gear Solid 4 but I've watched a lot of let's plays and stuff and I'm kind of okay with that had I not seen those let's yeah, but had I never watched those Let's Plays, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out and buy the game. I would just have to live right. with it. Exactly. You know, and it's the same thing with, you know, what's going to be Death Stranding and Last and of Us 2. In fact, it too. could have led to sales because there's people that will see games that they've never seen before and they can't get access to. And well, that's my it, point then, is that and then a it, game there's... comes around and gets sold on a platform they can use. And they're like, oh, I saw this game. This is great. The number of people that are going to see your game and go out and buy it compared to the number of people that are going to see your game and be like, yeah, I'm good. I mean, it's only it's only ever a net positive, and it's the if same thing. Is good, it kind of translates to music on streams too, with all this bullshit about your streams getting muted and can't use copyrighted yeah. music. No one is watching Twitch and thinking, "Man, good that song randomly came on. Now I don't need to go buy that album." That's right, not nobody, how it fucking works. The only it's only who ever the fuck a positive. Wants to listen to a song with somebody talking over it, like what the fuck? Yeah, th- like the only thing that could possibly happen is you're gonna randomly hear a song that you like, be like, "Oh shit, who?" Uh, what's this song? And then they're going to tell you, and then you're going to go and you're just going to stream it for free anyway, because you know, it's Amazon music or Spotify or whatever. It's just these fucking companies abusing these situations. They know like it's because this is such a wild West situation with streaming right now. And these music companies are fucking vile people. They understand that their fucking claim is bullshit because they don't go around to bars and fucking claim copyright on the music being played there. They're not going, hey, wait a minute, you're selling drinks here? and making money while our song's playing in the background? I don't fucking think so. And yeah. there's no, like, fucking thing where you have to join some fucking club to play music at your bar that that's copywritten. It doesn't work that way, because nobody's there at the bar to just listen to music, okay? That's not what copyright means. Copyright is where some fucking asshole in China prints a disc that's got the whole fucking album on it and sells it to you for five dollars okay that's copyright copyright is not playing the music well the music industry in particular they're grasping at straws here because there's less and less reason for record companies to actually be out there back in the day you would record your music and the record company would provide a place to do that they would record your music, they'd master it, they'd fucking press it into vinyl or make a tape or a CD, they'd distribute it, they'd help with the art. You They're don't need greedy. them for that anymore because everything is fucking online. You can, you, I could sit here and pick up my fucking guitar and play it into this microphone and create it as an MP3 and get some fucking art and put it somewhere on the internet for free. Like, you, you don't really need record companies anymore, so they are trying desperately to stay relevant. And well, they're just doing it in the most shitty way yeah. possible. It's just a greed thing for these guys, because if you look at YouTube, YouTube is a way for you to make money. And all of these music companies have their own channels and they make money on these fucking songs. And then they go after YouTube creators who have even like a few seconds because they know that they can get away with it with YouTube because Google caves to them and has caved to them in the past. So they're just trying to use this on everybody else. You know, on, on YouTube, if you have a one hour long fucking video and then five minutes of that is a fucking song. They get to claim the whole fucking hour of revenue for their fucking own channel. And that's complete bullshit. And YouTube does nothing about it and has done nothing about it since it started. So 
they're just saying, well, hell, let's just bully fucking Twitch into doing it. Twitch is also popular. So that's what they do. They go, you never get this kind of shit on smaller platforms. If you put something up on like fucking Twitter, if you put a Twitter video up and you have a song in it, it doesn't get copyright strike or muted or taken down. And, and, it's it's complete bull and you could be selling your merchandise on twitter as well like i don't make money off twitch i mean i make a really small amount of money off twitch from subscriptions but i don't make money off twitch and there's plenty of people out there that don't make money off twitch but they're still muted on their vods because they play music so this idea that you have to be making money off of it is complete bullshit it's just and twitch's answer is a pretty good one they'll mute your vod in that segment like it's it's better than YouTube's, which is all your revenue goes towards this fucking company that's fucking us in the ass, and we love it because we want to keep doing it. Twit YouTube's just fallen. I mean, they <laughs> they were the chosen one, but they're just fucking down here now, and they're not going anywhere but down. Don't if you ever think that YouTube's going to be great again, you're fucking out of your mind. Twitch fortunately hasn't fallen to that, but that's what they're trying to do. That's what these companies are trying to do is keep fo- forcing it on them. And gaming companies have no fucking, they have even less fucking right to say anything about copyright. Copyright for video games is you sell it on a CD to somebody for money. That's copyright infringement. Playing the fucking game? What are you, so so what? I'm playing it and streaming it. What, What is the metric? Because I'm making money? What if I'm sitting in my home and I got five friends over and they're watching me play the game and they're all tipping me money because of how good I'm doing? Is that copyright? No, shut the fuck up. Okay? It's complete bullshit. <laughs> it's complete bullshit. And the only yeah. problem is is they're doing it but they're throwing their weight around because they know most of these people don't know anything about common law and most of these people aren't willing to go through court because most of these people aren't Donald Trump that's willing to sue anybody and everybody for any kind of claim. Listen, there's a reason why Trump sues people and people are like, "Ah, Trump's such an asshole. He just sues people." You have to sue people when they come at you like that. This is what I like about the Steven Crowder thing. Yes, please. I was happy when 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 PewDiePie was attacked by the Wall Street Journal. I was so happy. I was like, yes, sue them for fucking, sue them for like, what is it? Li- um, God damn it. What is it called when somebody drags your name through the mud well, unjustly? Liable if it's spoken. Liable. Slander if it's written. Slander. Slander. Take them to court for slander. Dude's got millions. Doesn't do anything. Come on, man. You gotta the big guy's gotta fight. Said he fucking apologized and yeah, it's so fucking lame. Just take them to court. They will fucking lose, and you will set a precedent so the small guy's not getting run over anymore. Because that's who really fucking suffers. PewDiePie can stand to lose views. Fucking Joe Blow can't. Okay, so it's just fucking stupid. And we need more people to stand up to these fucking people. That's what the court system is for. That's what's so great about America. Is the, you know, you go to a place like Malaysia. I've been to Malaysia. It's great. You go over there and there's all this shit. And my wife tells me stuff like, eh, nobody sues over here. Nobody. Because I'm, I'm like, dude, you could sue somebody for this shit. And she's like, nobody's going to sue over here. Well, it doesn't exist over there. The whole concept doesn't exist. They don't have these laws. You come to America and it's like, Americans just sue everybody. Fuck yeah, we do. That's the system. It's called the safety net. <laughs> well, it's better than challenging someone to a duel. You know, exactly. <laughs> or just fucking living with it like Malaysian people do. I guess this is our life now. Hey, the fucking water's fucked up. Wish the government would do something about it. No, sue the fucking company. You're as a state. You can sue the company. Get together as a town, Flint, Michigan. Sue the fucking company. Jesus Christ. They're pumping water. You're pumping shit in our water. Get together and sue them. 
Okay, find a fucking lawyer, like a nonprofit or something. Like probably, that. I'm surprised there weren't lawyers just in town handing out business cards. Like, hey, you want to sue these motherfuckers? Exactly. Holy shit, I've seen that shit happen at fucking air. It's fucking kind of the, sh- it's kind of the just- shit they make movies out of. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. Fucking <laughs> Julia Roberts. Where the <laughs> fuck is Julia Roberts? Got Julia Roberts on the horn. We need to sue Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Like, come on, sue the company that's doing it, sue the government. You can sue everybody. The whole point of suit is to not just get money. It's to set a precedent and protect other people. You get to be a superhero, you fucking libtards. Get out there and sue people. God damn it. You got to get a job first, but that's just half of it. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be some money involved. God damn it. Well, that's all I had from uh, the week's news and Facebook. But uh, we still got Bungie to talk about. So for those of you people still living under a rock like an earthworm out there, fucking mouth God, we're so uh, close. I just yeah. got a hundred dollars, and we were talking about it the other day. We're so close to actually doing it. God yeah. It. So here's here's what's going on with Bungie. Um, they, you know they split from Activision. They're self publishing. Well, Steam's publishing uh, Destiny Two, but you which, know, same which thing. by the way, I want to just same throw this thing. out there. That's the equivalent of like somebody building a house for you. And then you are like, yeah, look at this house. And then they, you like have to pay them money back on the house, but you don't get to that point. And you're just like, can I just stop paying you money? And they're like, you know what? You're costing me so much money. I don't even fucking care anymore. So they leave. And then you're like, we built this. <laughs> <laughs> and all you have to do is like clean the fucking thing and maintain it. All right. Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> so. They're going to start releasing, uh, or they're making Destiny 2 free to play. Um, and they're making it sound pretty good, you know, because that's what Bungie does. They they kind of say things. We have to pre-emphasis. We don't know for sure about what we're about to talk about, but we're pretty no sure. No one does. No yes. one does. So it's classic Bungie. They're not telling anybody. First details. of all, it's probably good for most people. Because what happened was when Forsaken came out, they released Forsaken and made Destiny 2 core game free to try to bring in new people. And that's great if you're a new person, you know, because you get the whole, you just pay for the expansion and you get the the core game and that's everything you need. You're caught up. Now for people like us who paid a hundred dollars for the legendary deluxe super alpha edition or whatever the fuck it was called, uh, that really fucks us over because we were sticking with Bungie thinking that they can make simple bug fixes in the course of six months, which they couldn't. And then they come out with Forsaken and put all the bug fixes behind that. They come out and say, oh, yeah, that, quote, expansion pass you bought, that was a year one pass. Now you have to buy the year two pass. So even though now you've paid $100 plus whatever you paid for Eververse, now you're going to need to pay another $40 for the expansion and $30 for the season pass. But okay. everyone else gets it for free. Is so now, live right now they're kind of doing the same thing with uh, this new expansion and going free to play. Destiny 2 is free to play, and the expansion is $40, or I think it's $60 for the bonus deluxe edition, whatever. But they're conveniently leaving out Forsaken. Now, they came out and said that Destiny 2 New Light, which is what it's going to be called, is uh, free to play along with some of Forsaken. So, what they take that to mean is that, uh, like, the strike and the raid may or may not be included in the free section, but the story for Forsaken is not. And they don't mention whether or not they're what they're going to do with the leveling system. Are you going to be able to get to level 30? Are you going to be able to get your gear score up to the same amount? They're very ambiguous about it. So everyone is praising Bungie and Destiny 2 for going free to play and changing their model. 
And it's still fucking people like us over because we need to go and still buy Forsaken right. and the expansion when it comes out in September. It's because, on sale right now, though. <laughs> and yeah, again, it's great for new players and it's down to $40. We can get completely caught up for $40 and then we're still going to have to pay another $40 to $60 in September when the new expansion comes out. So our choices now are to just grin and bear it and fucking pay the $40, have, quote, fun for the next three months. And then go from there. But what's probably going to happen is they're going to try to get as much money as they can right now. And then when the new expansion comes out, they are going to make everything free to play up through Forsaken. But they might not. And if they don't, we're just going to get fucked over again because it might not be on sale. And the thing is, is this is still on Battle.net for another three months or so. It's going to come out on Steam, and Steam is going to have its own sales. So, and they uh, how long won't give us any real information till then? <laughs> yeah, and they're still very ambiguous about it, and nothing has changed. And that's part one. Part two is everyone is praising Bungie for changing the microtransaction system. What they claim is that instead of getting loot boxes, you're going to be able to either with real money or by grinding shit out, get in-game currency and buy in-game items specifically that you want. Now. People are assuming that this is going to be the same shit that's in Eververse now, but they claim that it's going to be more like Warframe, which a lot of people like Warframe because it's free to play, but there's a lot of stuff that actually makes the game better for you if you pay. So what's Bungie going to do? Are there going to be like the best guns hidden behind a paywall? Is it going to go pay to win? We don't know because they don't fucking tell us anything. They don't, as usual, that's, that's, that's the classic Bungie we've been talking about since we were playing the game is they don't tell you. They don't even give you patch notes. I mean, when they do give you patch notes, it's very generic. Like, go look at World of Warcraft patch notes. Decrease this from 1% to 0.7%. Like, very specific patch notes. Very specific. Bungie is just like, uh, fix multiple (laughs) bugs related to the raid. Yeah. Uh, And or dungeons and or the sandbox. And then we have to get tweets to, like, confirm what's actually going on. So just to interrupt this, and I guess we can come back to it, but I was, that was mistaken. It. That's the setup. The the uh, Microsoft conference is on right now. It starts at 3.30 to 7.30. <laughs> My mistake. Oh, so they oh, just announced whatever. the pass, and they're showing all the games. So you do get a hundred th- Next week Next PC. week will be our uh, E3 recap. Recap? We're going to be doing it all the week long on Twitch. Well, yeah, we'll be talking about it on Twitch, but we're going to be talking about all of it together, the highlights, after it's had a chance to gel. On next week's podcast. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we're still getting fucked over because either we wait another six months to a year to see if Destiny 2 goes on sale. Right. Or we spend 40 bucks now and 70 bucks later and or 60 bucks later and mm-hmm. fucking feel really bad about it. Yeah. Back to you, Gabbler. Um, they're all gonna grab a drink Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, by the way. So they're gonna do a $15 version. Everything Xbox Game Pass for console with over 100 games, Xbox Live Gold, and Xbox Game Pass for PC. I know it gets your charge. So this is like bridging the gap. It's for 30 days. Okay, I'm back. So, 
So they're going to have a $15 variant, but it's not really necessary unless you own an Xbox because it includes Xbox, Xbox Live Gold. So if you have an Xbox, you can pay $15, which is all, you're already paying 10 for Xbox Live Gold. So you pay an extra five. You get the $5 thing with the 100 games on PC and all that. Yeah. And like I said, there's a uh, some kind of promotion yeah, going on right now where yeah, you, get a, you get it for a dollar. For the first 30 days or something because of the E3 thing. So, yeah. I mean, this is what I'm saying. I think we should for our podcast. I think we should more do more podcasts uh, week where we just react to these things because don't get all meta on the podcast. We're in the middle of a podcast. I, we can't I be know, talking I about that, podcasting in the future. I mean, I want people's feedback <clears throat> on it. Like, do they want us to react to shit? Because that's one of the big draws to E3 is watching people you like re- react to shit. I don't know. I don't know. For you six people who listen every week, what do you want from what us? Think? What do you want from us? What do you want? <laughs> right now they're showing off a flight simulator, the next flight simulator. It looks really fucking good. Looks like it's uh, worldwide. I'm seeing the... I mean, there's a, there's a lot of detail here. Yeah, that's great and everything if you like flight simulators, but there's only two oh, ways. I Either... Stick. You got to be really into flight simulator. It's weird. The people who play flight simulators, it's, it's like that's all they play. Yeah. It's like they're really it's into them. Flying. They got the pedals and the chair and the hotas and, you know, the whole deal. It's like, motherfucker, go be a pilot. Go you be know? a pilot. Yeah. Like, they'll pay you to do this. You don't even need training. You can already do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about. This fucking thing's going on. I mean, we could sit here and react to this or we could just, I, no, I don't have any more started, information. Was, we just, we introduced the bungee situation. So yeah, I don't know what to say about that other than I want to buy it, but I don't want to buy it. Is it, <laughs> I, 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 there's mean, nothing new about it. Like they, they announced the next expansion, but there's no actual information on it. Aside from like, they did a Vidoc and in typical bungee fashion, it's like a couple fucking things they talk about. Like, oh, you're going to have finishers. That sounds fucking cool. So everybody's going to have finishers now. Basically, you can just go up to an enemy and it's like a melee finisher and it's really fucking cool. Uh, hey, that's awesome. What does that mean? Like, does that automatically activate? Is that an, a, a new ability? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> they didn't show off any new supers, but I'm assuming there's going to be. I mean, that's Forsaken had new supers, and that's one of the big draws. They talked about uh, matchmaking and stuff. That's awesome. That's what the fucking game needs is matchmaking. I don't want to get friends. <laughs> I don't want to fucking carry people through Callus over and over, which, by the way, that's their event going on right now. Do Callus shit. Yeah. That's, I mean, we've said it before. Every fucking raid is going to be in Callus. Every single one. Just different rooms uh, open. Currently up. announcing a uh, a remake of what's the name of that game? Uh, not a remake, but a complete remaster of Empire at War or something like that. It was Empire at War? Oh god, it's one what? of the classic games. Age of Empires. Oh, they already did that. I have it. Did they? Yeah. Maybe this was a different one. I'm going to open it up right now. Where's the fucking Microsoft store? Whatever it's called. Hmm. 
God damn it. I don't know. Maybe it? I misunderstood it. <clears throat> Age of Wasteland Empires Definitive 3. Edition. Wasteland 3 was just announced. <clears throat> Have you ever played the Wasteland games? This is basically like uh, far Fallout, the original Fallout games. Nah. It's like turn based strategy type shit. Oh, wait. I might not be able to open it. I already bought this fucking game. Did they get rid of it so that they could sell it again? <laughs> oh, here, here it goes. Where's my shit? Age of Empires Definitive Edition. Don't download it. Oh my god. Maybe there's so many people watching E3 trying yeah, to get on the fucking Microsoft Store. It was Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Oh, Age of Empires 2. Yeah, sorry. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. My bad. Yeah. Okay. So this is what they've announced so far. Uh, Bleeding Edge was revealed. That's a uh, game by... Uh, what's it called? Um, Ninja Theory? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, they're okay. They did uh, Odyssey to the West, which was, you know, meh. Good for its yeah, time, I guess. They did like, DMC mm -hmm. Devil May Cry, which I liked, but not as good as the Capcom versions at all. This is some kind of arena multiplayer game. Uh, maybe. That's what it looks like. Four versus four. It's very cartoony looking. It's fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. All right, pass. Uh, Outer Worlds was shown off. Which is, uh, oh god, is that the one that's an Epic exclusive? No, it wouldn't be if it's on Xbox. Outer Worlds is published by, or, or what, who, who did this? This is going to be, oh, this is Obsidian. This is the Obsidian Entertainment game that's going to be on PC and everything. It's like Borderlandsy looking, rage looking type setting. Yeah, it's their, um, it's their Fallout type thing, right? Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any kind of, um, I'm not seeing any ADS in it, but there's certainly some kind of superpowers. I don't know. It looks like, it looks. I don't, I'm not really interested in it. It looks Borderlandsy to me. Minecraft Dungeons was revealed. Everybody, what does that even mean? You can do dungeons in Minecraft now. Pre-made dungeons. Oh, it's a third-person game. What? Never mind. It's not Minecraft at all. It's a new game. From the creator of Minecraft, it's third-person Diablo in a Minecraft setting. Just stop. Cyberpunk uh, 2077 got a cinematic trailer. Who cares about that? Uh, was there? I mean, was no, hold on. Before we piss people off, I care very much about Cyberpunk well, 2077. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck about trailer. a cin cinematic trailer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it looks great. Is there a release date on it? There's a pre-order uh, thing at the end. Up. Oh. We got a release date, April 16th, 2020. So a year. We got a year. Fantastic. Ten months. Battletoads gameplay trailer. I don't know why oh, people God. care about this shit. Like, Battletoads, everybody. Whoa. I mean, it looks okay. It looks like Battletoads. Looks like Battletoads is like it. when you look back at a car accident, right? Like, oh, man. Remember <laughs> the time we almost died? Yeah. That was a close one. No one wants no. to go back and be in that fucking car accident again. 
Fucking Battletoads, man. Like, everyone looks back and like, man, remember how fucking difficult Battletoads was? Yeah, that fucking sucked. High five. World premiere coming up. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Fallen Order. They released a 15-minute gameplay. Well, this says world it looks... This says world premiere. Oh, it's Legos. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Legos and furries See, and this cartoons. This is why we should nowadays. be reacting to this shit. It would be fucking hilarious. It's <laughs> just like... We will this week. <laughs> Diablo 4 is going to look like My Little Pony. The entire game <laughs> takes place in that crazy rainbow world. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's where video games are headed. Look, children! Yeah. It used to be, you know, we, we once thought that all these people that are like our generation would grow up and keep playing video games and start like evolving their tastes into more mature like, shit, we like Witcher 3, Dark Souls, Doom kind of thing. Because that's what kids used to play. I mean, I was playing fucking Wolf. I was killing Nazis in Castle Wolfenstein when I was like five years old. And now it's like, yeah, adults still play video games, but they want like fucking Animal Crossing really games and that you're Overwatch. To make look cartoony are games that are made to look like cartoons that they're made after, like Dragon Ball. You can make Dragon Ball look cartoony, okay? That's allowed. Otherwise, stop. Yeah, but also, you know, that's Japanese cartoony, which is hyper violent. <laughs> hyper you know? violent. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, they make cartoons of people. In fact, fucking... that's what they're showing off right now is Dragon Ball Z game. I don't know why. I don't know how many fucking Z Dragon Ball Z games we've had that just take you through the whole saga. Uh, what is this? Why? What else? Uh, <clears throat> Uh, well, the Queen of England's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess when they say long live the Queen, they really fucking mean it, don't they? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's gay month. If you're not celebrating gay month. Also, what I like to call it is lesbian month. Because <laughs> it makes it <laughs> <more> exciting. <laughs> yeah. I meant, what else are you looking at at E3? But there's sure. a world premiere. There's Dragon Ball Z. Here comes a world premiere. Anna per Perna Interactive presents an interactive thriller by Louis Antonio. Who? I don't fucking know. <laughs> 12 minutes. 12, 12 minutes. minutes. <laughs> I beat this game in 12 minutes. 12 minutes. <laughs> 12 minutes. <laughs> this, is, this is the anti-angry Joe game. <laughs> uh, there's a oh, by the way, I don't know much about this, this, but Angry Joe uh, posted a tweet. Apparently, he's starting to catch some heat on YouTube as well because uh, angry content. <laughs> angry content? What? Yeah. Like, motherfucker, he's Angry Joe. He's been Angry Joe for like, what, 15 <laughs> fucking years though? Are you talking about the adpocalypse? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> You're too angry, Angry Joe. Can you fucking tone it back a bit? Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, Keanu Reeves is in Cyberpunk 2077. Like, he's an actual actor and He's character. in The Matrix? Well, he, he's got, like, a cybernetic arm, and it's his face, and it's his voice. 
So, but That's is it cool. is it Keanu Reeves? Like when you go up and talk to this guy, does the name pop up above his head? It says Keanu <laughs> right, Reeves. Be Keanu Reeves, like in the future, as himself, because he's immortal. <laughs> and what is going on in this game right now? This guy's about to kill his wife. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Domestic violence simulator. I'm buying this. <laughs> is it in VR? I don't know what the fuck's going on in this game. It's some kind of thriller with a home invader kind of situation getting tied up. Oh, if you care, um, the new Call of Duty has been announced. It's Modern Warfare. (laughs) Oh, shit. Just in case. I don't know if you care about that, but. I mean, big surprise. I I said that, you know, I'd get it if it was Modern Warfare again, because I actually like the first Modern Warfare. Uh, we knew that's what it was already. It's been announced already. <clears throat> yeah. I we should probably get already... the next Ghost uh, Recon as well, because that looks really fucking good. <clears throat> we'll see. I don't really get the point of Ghost Recon. It's kind of like Jungle the Division. Like I can't handle these kind of games, man, where it's like you're a deer and you're kissing your child deer and you got to go through the world as a deer and it's all cutesy and bubbly and, oh, there's going to be a sad Bambi moment. Like, fuck off. Okay? Is that Keep a real thing? in Japan where it belongs. <clears throat> yes, it's a real thing. And they're and it's, announcing it's it at E3? Yes, on Microsoft's stage. Like, save this shit for Japan, okay? This is some weeb shit. Hold on, keep watching. It might take a turn for the worse. Maybe you get the actual Bambi's mom treatment, right? Like, the screen just turns red and you just... (laughs) Deer Hunter 7! (laughs) This is very Japanese-influenced shit. Like, this is the kind of... You've seen these games before, these, like, isometric Japanese games that are cel-shaded and they're... It's animals trying to survive in a metropolis setting after humans have been gone or something, you know? I've actually never seen anything like that. Xbox Game Studios presents Gears of War 5, another trailer. Uh, By the way, if you pick up the Xbox Pass tonight, uh, even if you get it tomorrow or the day after, whatever, you get the Halo Master Chief Collection with reach all the way up to whatever. What, on PC? On PC. Is that the one they're releasing on Steam? It's part of it. It's part of it. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying you get it just if you grab it tonight. It's part of it. Okay, but that's coming out on Steam, right? No, this is... You gotta go to your Microsoft store. What's... They said the Halo's coming out on Steam. Which Halo's coming out on Steam? Maybe it is, but this is part of the pass I'm talking about. You get it for $5 along with the 100 games you get. You also get it uh, as part of that pass. I mean, I'm not super excited about Halo in general, but I'll play it again. <coughs> I just don't know how you get this this pass. Maybe it's not up just yet. Also, if you're a child, Roblox is still available for free. I see kids play this fucking shit all the time. 
my nephews and nieces and I I don't know how. <clears throat> yeah, here it is. Join for a dollar. PC Game Pass. September 10th. Of 2019. You get it as part of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $15. Which is a waste if you don't have an Xbox because it's, it's, you get the gold subscription. Who fucking cares about that? They really should have considered a PC-only variation where you still get access to the new releases. Is that not what this is? Unless that's not what that is and I'm just mistaken. And unless it's a thing where... Well, like, I'm downloading yeah, it now. I haven't paid yet. Downloading what? Xbox Game Pass for PC beta. Oh god. Fucking Windows needs to update. Oh great. No, fuck that. Also, it's being really slow because everybody's on it right now. <clears throat> so three months from now you get Gears 5. They're introducing Gears 5 Escape. A multiplayer. Well, they're they're all co-op multiplayer. Well, this is some yeah, this is some kind of co-op <clears throat> version of the game. Oh, they got they got somebody coming out of the floor. All right, so going Xbox games now available on Windows Ten. Crackdown Three. Stay to get Decay Two. Sea of Thieves. So you've done this right with Sea of Thieves. What happens when I you get an X? What happens when you get an Xbox game on Windows 10? Like, do you get the PC version? You get like options yeah. you can change. Yeah. What the fuck is this they're doing? They've like opened up a hole in the floor and then went under the floor to watch a TV screen. This is retarded. <laughs> This is the most retarded thing. Like, what can we do for our stage set? What if the floor opens up and somebody comes out? No, 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 no. The camera goes down into it and there's TV screens under there. Why? <laughs> it's fucking why. Is this really all there is? I guess there's going to be more. This is This must be different. I was trying to see if they had a list of all the games to be able to get with Game Pass since they said there's over 100, but it just looks like if it's you go, it's hard to get access to that right now. Why? Because everybody's going to be flooding the store. Well, I'm not. I can't do it right now because I have to update my fucking PC in order to do it, and I'm not going to do that in the middle of a podcast. I thought Windows was up to date. I keep it up to date, but whatever. So yeah. That's E3. Um, Sony is not going to be there, right? They're doing their own thing. Blizzard's never there. They're going to be um, doing their own thing. I think Sony's skipping E3. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I haven't even heard anything about their experience thing or whatever it's called. Yeah, and didn't they do it last year, but they did it like across the street at the same time as E3? Something like that? I don't remember. They built a whole fucking studio or something. Yeah, people are expecting shit. a new console at Microsoft. That's what they're expecting. Some kind of talk about. 
Well, if it's 3.30 to 7.30, you're going to see that new fucking console announced at 7.20 p.m. That's Sony the last com- thing. Sony said it would not attend A3 in 2019 because it was looking for other, quote, inventive opportunities, unquote, to connect with its own community. What? I don't understand. They're so fucking out of touch, dude. They like- did recently generate some excitement for one of PS4's big upcoming exclusive- exclusives releasing a new Death Stranding trailer and announcing a release date of this November. Before that, it shared the first details about next-gen PlayStation console PS5, although it does not yet. Yeah, but that's not fun, man. That's out of touch. People want an event like this where you release a bunch of shit. People love comparing who beat who at E3. It's it's everything, man. Like, Sony is pushing exclusives harder than ever. They're fucking resisting crossplay, which you know I don't I don't give a fuck about crossplay, but I get that some people do, right? Like some people have more friends. It's kind of like a a symbol of how willing you are to cooperate with Xbox and PC. Not at E3 either. They they're at the Microsoft Theater in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, but they're still part of the event. Like yeah, they do it during the event. Like they're not at E3. You can't go to the Entertainment Expo and sit down and in their studio you have to go to microsoft shit but i get it because you gotta have tickets for e3 right i don't know man it's changed so much like it used to be press only unless you were press or celebrity you couldn't go to e3 yeah now it's open to everyone okay so the company recently confirmed it will not host its annual playstation experience this year so (laughs) i guess they're just releasing information when they release it which is really lame Really lame. You know, one of the things they got, do is, it means they don't have enough to show. That's not necessarily they true. They, they don't want stranding. Yeah, uh, that's one thing. Look, they don't want to lose. They know, like you said, people are going to compare and say who won and who lost, and they don't want to fucking lose. They know that they don't have enough. They got Death Stranding, sure. They got Last of Us Two. It's probably still a ways out. Not enough to really get people hyped because it's too early. Is a Gears of War 5 and a Terminator crossover? Character pack. Okay. Well, that's fucking stupid. <clears throat> Can we move past this now? Thank you. Yeah, that's unfortunate because one of the things I like to do is watch people react to E3 reveals. Um, so. I mean, hey, I, a new I, Xbox I just... Elite controller. Now more Elite <clears throat> than ever, guys. Oh man, I gotta pay another $150 for a controller. Controller. Re-engineered from the inside out. I mean, that's how you do it when you re-engineer it. Adjustable tension thumbsticks. You can take the fucking thumbstick off and screw it to adjust the tension. New trigger grip and bumpers. Under the controller bumper, shorter hair trigger locks. Fire faster than ever. Wrap around rubberized grip. More ways to customize thumbstick and paddle replacements. Yeah, okay. Three custom profiles. Apex Legends, Forza Horizon, Gears of Four, just as an example. All right, good. I don't feel like I'm missing out with mine. Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah, I'm definitely good with mine. Rechargeable battery. Detachable charging dock. Up to 40 hours per charge. 30 new ways to play like a pro. Four hundred dollars. 
No, I mean, the the Elite controller is actually really good. It's what I use. Xbox but, Wireless Controller Series 2, pre-order now at xbox.com. We're not going to give you the price on stage because we don't want to lose E3. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's $100. No, that's all good and everything, but, like, this is already more than customizable oh, yes. enough. I mean, the, you can customize the, um, they give you, like, three different sets of thumbsticks and two different D-pads, and I just use the default. Too. Mainly, I got the Elite Controller because I like the, the rubberized grip. I like the paddle options, even though I don't really use them that much. And I like the D-pad, because the one that it comes with is like this disc thing. And you can put on a regular D-pad, but the disc is uh, actually really nice. That's probably how all D-pads should work from now on. But all that other shit I don't really need. Right. I don't need to customize it per game. I mean, I have to get one at some point, so this is good for me, I guess. Are you playing as the same guy in Dying Light too? It sounds like him. <laughs> Some of these moves look really cool. Like he charged a zombie off of a cliff and then used it as a like a landing <coughs> absorber, shock absorber. <clears throat> they give a release date on that. I'm waiting for it. It's just some trailer. They showed it fucking thing. last year at E3, so. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago right two years ago is when they announced it and showed a trailer was it i thought it was last year <laughs> he's infected he was infected in the first one his name is aiden is it the same guy i don't know yeah you have a release it's... at spring 2020 <sighs> next year gay world premiere cartoony bullshit here we go Xbox Game Studios presents Forza. Fuck off. Oh my god, they always put cars on the stage. What is that about? Look at this know, real like car. Cars. Well, we're not going to be able to sit here all the way till 7.30 talking about yeah. what Xbox shows. So That's pretty much it. Next week, we'll have the full story. I mean, I don't even care oh, about yeah. E3 in the sense that, like, if you're at E3 or not. But, like, this is, like, the Christmas season for gamers, right? This is, where, this, this is where all the big shit... Hold on. This is where all the big <laughs> shit gets announced. So, yes. fuck you, Sony, for, for being yes, like, Sony, eh, fuck whatever. you. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you had the high ground. I, uh, I don't know. Here's I've never been a huge Sony. Lego cars. <laughs> it's the regression. You know, our, you know what we need in our fucking realistic car simulator? Lego cars. <laughs> Everything is awesome, but not really. Kill yourself. <laughs> uh, Can we just get like a, if it's not rated M for mature, Market for it's adults. not at this announcement. Like, what is this, man? Is it Nintendo? That's because adults are acting more like children. Yeah, I know. I was there for the inauguration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that car is made out of Legos on the stage there. Okay. <clears throat> Can we go? Someone should go pull a Street Fighter on it. Yeah, start beating the shit out of it. <laughs> Yeah. Rush the stage. <clears throat> you win. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Were, you're going to say something relevant? What? No, that was it. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, then I guess we'll just wrap out the podcast there. Yeah, Sony, get with it, man. If you're not going to go to E3, have your PlayStation experience on the same time, you know, a couple days earlier or whatever. Now all I have to look forward to is Bethesda. I hope we get more information. So what are we looking for tonight? Uh, Microsoft's going to keep going. They're probably going to announce something. I don't know. That'd be cool. We'll talk about it Monday. But I'm really excited for Bethesda because... If we don't get any information on what might be coming to Fallout 76, we might actually get some information on this next game they're doing. Otherwise, it might just be one of those slow E3s where there's really I'm calling it good. now. <clears throat> We're going to get alpha footage of Starfield. And at the last screen, you're going to see spring 2020. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they're not going to talk about Elder Scrolls 6 at all. I don't whatsoever. think we're getting an announced day on Starfield, man. Like at all. I don't even spring twenty twenty. I heard it here first. I don't think Todd's even gonna be there, man. I think we're just gonna get like they better be in a fucking uh, hurt locker hazard getting, suit thing. I think we're getting Rage two DLC date, and I think we're getting and like some showing off of that. I think we're getting Doom Eternal date announced. I think we're getting. Um, they're gonna show some Elder Scrolls Legends shit. They're gonna show yeah. Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah, I do think that they they will put some information out there about Wolfenstein. We'll get a date on that. I think I think we get the Wolfenstein release date. But the, but beyond that, I can't. Yeah, I guess no one. I don't know what's going on. Rage Two DLC. There's not really a whole lot that E3 is going to be showing this year. It's not that great of a year. I mean, it should be a good every year other year, right? But Sony's not going to be there. I mean, we should be getting Last of Us two announcement date, God of War two. Like, where's the next God of War? God of War five, the fucking sequel to the last one. It's been two years. They don't have anything to show. Come on, that game was super successful. Yeah, well, it's a shame. We still got Ubisoft. Maybe Ubisoft is the savior. No, I mean, no, it's going to be the same shit, which is fine. It's Ubisoft, but I mean. Well, I mean, we might get a Far Cry announcement or something. Yeah. I'm not going to get hype over Far Cry. I mean, I like Far Cry and everything, but it's two weeks of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get a hype for two years for two weeks of gameplay. Two weeks of I know, the same I know gameplay. what I'm getting into. It's, it's really just. It could all just be an expansion to Far Cry 5. (laughs) (laughs) At least they're not trying to make it uh, like a 10-year thing. This is our 10-year plan. Far Cry online. Definitely next-gen stuff coming because Starfield is supposed to be next-gen. It's weird. I feel like we're supposed to be getting some... I mean, we know PlayStation 5 is in development. Microsoft's got to reveal their next system, right? I don't know. I mean, they kind of just came out with Xbox One X. Honestly, like, I don't really see the point of having new consoles if they're just going to do this shit. Sega, for the very first time. Oh, we never talked about Stadia. Japan's greatest online RPG. Oh God, Fantasy Star <laughs> launches in the West via Xbox One. Uh, that 
is that that's not fantasy star is it that might be fantasy star online action combat with crossplay so it's going to be on pc pretty sure that's fantasy star <clears throat> i don't know enough about fantasy star to know though it's a space rpg all the content there's mechs in it all the bosses and epic battles Dragons? All free to play. Pay to win. Pay to win. Japanesey. It's so easy, Japanesey. The fuck is this? There's battleships, modern battleships. I'm just too close to call for me, man. I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on here. Has this been happening in Japan this whole time? We just didn't know about it. A never-ending quest awaits you. <laughs> That's so Japanese. No. Fantasy Star Online 2. Spring 2020. Yep. <laughs> Telling you, man. Hey, Starfield. it's Hamburger Man. Spring Hamburger 2020. All right, all right, come stage. on. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> we never talked about Stadia. We'll talk about it next week. Stadia is trash. Don't fuck fucking Stadia. buy it. They've already done this with OnLive in the past. It didn't work. It's not going to work now. Until everyone Google's has fiber. Way of trying to dominate your entire fucking life. If you have fiber, you'll be fine, maybe. But why would you want to give a company like Google control over the video games you own? That's just fucking stupid. Let me tell you something, okay? Just Let's just do some simple math real quick. We don't even need to talk about Stadia. We can just do some simple fucking math, okay? If you pay, what's the price for Stadia? It's uh, how many a month? 15 a month? I think so, yeah. If you pay $15 a month for a year, that's $180, okay? Just buy a fucking console. Save your money and buy a console, okay? You, and you won't have all the input just lag. As fine. You won't have all the input lag. They're just as fine. You don't need a PC to game, Okay fucking stupid <clears throat> still well, there you like have he's it he's eating more hamburgers <laughs> okay we'll talk about the hamburger next week when it's crossfire x world right. premiere. This, is, this is the final one this is the final world oh premiere. my god cross file crossfire x crossfire <laughs> <laughs> this is this is part of the xbox game pass and shit these soldiers are walking on a hill Getting communications. A guy uh, picks up his phone on an aircraft carrier. The aircraft carrier launches a jet. The guy looks like Albert Wesker from behind, but he's probably not. Why is he dressed like that? I don't know. Global risk companies got a PMC with AKs standing in front of some people at a table doing a little bit of like this is interesting, actually. <laughs> There's a jet about to shoot a rocket at the building that they're negotiating in. It hits with some Matrix shit. But they're not real. Maybe they are they real? I don't know. What what the fuck is going on? Is that a hologram? I don't understand. Why do we do trailers like this, honestly? <clears throat> I don't know what this is. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's very. It's military. I mean, there's guns. 
tanks and helicopters and uh, people running. Uh, is this modern warfare? What the fuck is Crossfire? What the fuck is that? Is that the name of the game? Is this a competitor for fucking modern warfare? Who? Why would anybody make a military game when there's already Battlefield and Modern Warfare? You know what the world needs? <laughs> you know what the video game? Yeah, it's they need dice to go back and stop making fucking World War One, World War Two games and just fucking That's make the name another of this game. Battlefield so Four. That game is Crossfire, and it's a competitor. It's a competitor to Battlefield and fucking Modern Warfare. What about you idiots? <laughs> you, you know what we need? We need a website where you can put pictures on it of your family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bandai Namco world premiere is happening. Who cares? It's well, not, that could include that can include that George R. R. Martin game. It's a JRPG. Oh, that's true. This could be it. No, that's Bandai Namco. You're thinking of uh, From Software. Yeah, Bandai Namco publishes them. Do they? Yes. Okay, well, let's see. This is some Japanese looking shit. This is some JRPG looking shit. Uh, <clears throat> Tales of Vesperia or some shit like that. <clears throat> This is not the George Martin thing. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not holding. I'm, I'll, I'll read about it later. Shit. All right. This was fun. Yeah. I'm going to watch this shit and prepare my anus for Monday. Yeah. Tune in next week for the full recap of E3. You can and find all me on, on twitch.tv slash the night terror. Yeah. Thanks. For reactions to E3. Hashtag react patent pending. <clears throat> yeah. Patent pending react. And also find me on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. I'm also selling my graphics card. So find me on Facebook if you want to buy a graphics card. My old one. Yeah. Yeah. Again. (laughs) Uh, It works. Hashtag it works. Yeah. I I fucking posted pictures that it worked. That's a whole story. I don't want to tell the story because I don't want to tell people what I'm selling it for. (laughs) If you want it, you'll find me. Tales of Arise. So. Whatever. Weird Japanese shit. You can find right. Gabler in certain places at certain times when he feels like showing up. I stream. And uh, uh, we're playing Witcher 3 right now. Gab- which yeah, it's getting interesting. I just made it to the DLC. I just saw titties. Yeah. I, I go out of my way to make sure that all the titties in the game will be shown on stream. Yes. Just to really push the borderline of, of what Twitch is allowed to show. But, you know, if you don't like this podcast, be sure to watch the stream and click that report button when you see titties. Yes. Report the night terror (laughs) for breaking TOS. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. You'll hear us next week. Go fuck yourself.